Previously on Roll Gay Roleplay, brother. Step into a podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything specific you need to be doing at Wide Open Hand? Is there anything specific you need to talk yes, about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Punching meat. There needs to be a punching meat montage. <laughs> As you know, most martial arts places have the punching meat cooler. This, the, the, uh, I'm gonna eat this pig after. <laughs> He's gonna be turned into a normal hot dog. <laughs> Chicago style? Uh, no. Just ketchup. (laughs) Rux calls twice in a row. Like, calls, lets it ring for, like, ten seconds, hangs up, calls right back in case Brody's phone was unsilent. On the second call. Brody has something he wants to say to all of us and puts Brody on speaker. The two-night event of Brovivor Series has now turned into a one-night event due to some contract restrictions at the stadium, uh, which means that we're not wrestling on Sunday. We are wrestling on Saturday, tomorrow. Make sure you get a good night's sleep tonight. You know, carbo load. I'm so glad that we're wrestling under your name. We get all the help of don't eat an hour and a half before wrestling. This, so you I, I, will, I will make sure that everyone is taken care of, that we carbo load. Don't worry, don't worry. I've got it all handled here. And, uh, you know, maybe we can discuss extra payment for extra stress and discomfort for the extra day shift. Spend the rest of the day training and learning how to wrestle. And that's going to make the best chance of us to win this whole thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, train until you throw up. That's what I want. Train until you throw up. But, That's but, when you've worked hard enough today. Brody, uh, I, I'm never one to, you know, attribute malice. And I get the way that you're talking to us, you know, as a little bit of malice. But the, you know what? It could also be attributed to incompetence. So, Ooh. <laughs> so uh, thanks, Brody Streets. We will see you tomorrow. And Rex hangs up. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I'm the order of the differential equation this time. Ugh. Hi, my name is Katie. I play Linspector St. Tit, and I don't like math. Boo. Downvote. Downvote. Boo. Boo. That's it. That's my opinion on math. I'm Brandel, and I play everybody's favorite sentient ball of slime, Bay. And I just need, guys, if you could just give me a minute. I, I'm going to work out this math problem soon. <laughs> just go plug it into Wolfram Alpha. Yeah, but something about derivatives. Derivatives. <laughs> <laughs> what river? I don't understand math anymore. <laughs> Too sexy. <laughs> I'm Tisha, and... The order of the differential equation last time was one. Are you calling yourself a one or do we have a new differential equation that's a 10, Christopher? Hey. And hi, I'm Jonathan. And just recently, the Supreme Court has said that um, people can be discriminated against uh, in the LGBTQ community for religious reasons. And I feel like we should match that energy 
with straight men that go to gay uh, bars to hit on women that want to feel safe. Um, We should just not let them in. Or, you know, like the woo girl and her bachelorette party. Oh, I'm so sorry. You can't come, honey. No. She is not tipping 20s. Could you imagine (laughs) if we didn't allow... What do what do straight women call themselves that are like best friends with gay men that like to go to the gay bar? Oh, oh my god! I like to call them fruit flies. Yes, there's okay. also another That's word, but we don't say that word. That's better than the word that the I know one. for yeah. them. Yeah. But also, I'm I'm not kidding you. Like every time I would go to the gay club, I loved going there. But there was always this group of men who would come up and dance on the women. Always. Mm-hmm. That was so annoying. I wish we could. How do you ban them? Taze. Uh, we have a religious thing uh, now. It's uh, called the Homosexuals for Christ. And uh, we do not believe in straight people. So they go against our beliefs. So. Yeah. And if you listen to this podcast, you're admitting that you're gay. Yeah. And you also admit that um, gay people, uh, straight people are not allowed at gay bars anymore. Like, I am also a wedding planner, and I do not plan straight weddings. Yeah, it's so frustrating because... (laughs) No, I'm not. Obviously, we're a a smaller percentage of the population that can now legally be discriminated against. True. Mm -hmm. Also, Jonathan has designed as many wedding websites as this woman has who got that Supreme Court. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And with the same clip art. Mm-hmm. It's it's giving very much like old Batman comics, pow! But it says like you're married, <laughs> pow! <laughs> and like unless that is the theme of the wedding, oh. from a business mm. sense, if you get ten percent of the population to buy your thing, you're doing pretty well. V- true. Um, also, what's our question for today? Our question for today is. Um, what is your character's interview process with El Capitan like? I can go first and say Lynn and Bay started the company. So I would say that El Capitan interviewed with them. Uh, to Lynn's memory, yeah. You guys started yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, I remember what Somebody happened. hasn't listened to that episode. But they were in the episode, though. So. Yeah, yeah Katie was literally in the episode. <laughs> Someone wasn't listening during the episode. <laughs> I mean, I don't that remember things. We've established that. <laughs> Katie was too busy being Mikey Three Strikes. Remember that El Capitan actually is the owner of Bailey You Out. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot. So that's embarrassing. Cut that out. No, keep it in. We're here for, you know, we're here for lapse in memory. I will say uh, if... Lynn is operating before I took over his brain, because that's how I imagine D&D happens, is you take over the brain of a character that exists in a different universe. I would feel that Lynn kind of solved this with, if there was a three-strike policy, maybe would not have passed. But definitely after some trial and error, would have figured out. Did we all have the same interview? No, there are a hundred different scenarios that took that can take place inside Le Capitan's little interview area. Okay. Simulation. It's like the Kobayashi Maru. Yes. I will say for Rux's interview, uh, El Capitan took Rux to a carnival, like a county fair style carnival with the rides and the games and etc. And they went to all of the games. Right. And there's the one where you take a hammer 
a big old hammer thingy. I, I can't, I don't know exactly what it's called. And you slam down on, on something and then a little puck goes up to the bell if you, if you're the strong man. And so Rux did that one. Rux did the one where you throw the circles, their little rings to try to get it around a bottle top. Sure. So that was Rux's interview is all of those games at the carnival. And Rux, Rux did pretty well at those. And that's how Rux got hired. Carnival games. Carnival games. <laughs> that seems right. I don't know what process Bay went through because our memory was erased. Mm. But I feel like if Bay had gone through the exact same scenario, they would have probably went upstairs to like that second bedroom and then feather fall down and shifted or disguised self into the murder victim and then walked in and been like, why did you do it? To every single person until someone admitted it. <laughs> That's good. Out of the box thinking. I like that. Um, I think that Zastasha just like, I don't know. I feel like Zastasha just cried the entire time until they got in mm, that would work you know yeah like that's all that's all she did i imagine lynn was kind of like one of those like you know like the first men in black movie where it's a bunch of different questions that kind of are actually testing something else so like what you think explicitly is being tested based on the situation is not what is actually being tested oh my god mm. like the deb's movie like the Debs movie. Uh, P.S. If you are sapphic and have not watched Debs, wait, there should have been more movies like it. It's just a sapphic early 2000s movie and it's fucking amazing. It's the best movie. And there should be more of them. There should um, be more. But I imagine it was a lot of like situations where like leadership was tested, like situations that change, like how well do you adapt to new situations, that kind of thing. I don't know how you're going to turn this into a question of the week on Discord, Tisha, but have fun with that. Oh, no. <laughs> or nor. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of, we do have our Discord where we ask our questions every week. We have a question of the week. So the questions that we answer on episodes are also answered by listeners on Discord. So you should join our Discord if you haven't already. Well, speaking of Discord, which is a <laughs> word for things going awry, mm. we have a wrestling match to win. Right. Mark. Thank you, Miriam Webster. Yeah, right? <laughs> so last time we finally discovered what wide open hand meant. We worked our way through some puzzles and equations, and now Erwin gave up a lot of weapons to have a brand new weapon. All of my weapons. All, all of Erwin's all of weapons are gone, minus this pink and silver glittery frying pan. That sheds glitter in a trail. Yeah. And now the dojo is no more. Doesn't exist anymore. I don't understand that whole part, but we can dig into that later. Yeah. That means that we're picking up on the Saturday. My husband brought me wine. Y'all cute. In a Aww. really big glass, dude. Nice. Mm, okay. We're going to get drunk today. Let's try to honk your stonk. I'm going to honk the stonk <laughs> today. <laughs> that is such a fun new phrase that I've learned. Yeah. That you're going to have to explain to everyone you say it around. Right. Because yes. it doesn't sound. I really... No, I'm going to say it and then I'm going to pretend like everybody's dumb for not knowing it. <laughs> no yeah, idea. I'm going to say it and do like a weird hand motion to explain it. You know. <laughs> you know. Just that jerk off motion? For... I don't know if it'll be a jerk off motion. It could be. We'll see what my hand does at that time. Oh, Lord. My new fun thing to not feel my emotions too deeply but still process them is when talking about them and expressing them as I make a jerk off motion and it really works. <laughs> you know these fucking emotions. <laughs> 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 this morning I couldn't stop crying. 
Hard recommend. So we are starting this episode. It is Saturday. It is the day of Brovivor series. We're going to have you guys get up in the morning. I'm guessing Lynn is going to make everybody a hearty breakfast to make sure that you guys are set for the day. Oh, we are carbo-loading. There is nothing spicy. There is nothing heavy. Like, it is, like, gruel. We, this is going to stay in your stomach, and it's going to fuel you. Some pre-workout. That's a great <laughs> plan. Uh, can everyone roll a perception check for me, please? Oh, yes, perception. Yes, a dirty <sighs> 20 of a Erwin Corwin, Henny. Lynn is so nervous. He, like, he is, he is not a very physical person. He is so nervous. He got, like, a 10. Nine. He's so worried about this. Like, he's gonna, like, throw it his back. His chiropractor deals are gonna go through the roof. Like, his employees are all gonna see him, like, <laughs> fall on the ground and fart. It's gonna be the worst. Bay's just distracted because now they're filled with glitter because there's always glitter everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Rex got a 19. Okay, I think Rux and Erwin can both see then that you have two voicemails. Uh, hey, oh, mates, no. bruvs, we have two voicemails. Should I go turn on the voice box and listen to the mails that contain voices? I, I don't know what that voice axe is, but uh, we should probably uh, check Check those, eh? But we should make sure to save them because I'm not going to be honest, guys. I really don't feel good about this whole wrestling thing. <laughs> uh, I smoke, so that means that I am at least 20 to 25 years older than I look physically. Uh, physically and emotionally, I am like 60. Do you know any professional wrestlers who are 60? Because I don't. <laughs> they die. Isn't, so, uh, Hulk Hogan, isn't Hulk Hogan like 260 years old? <laughs> Uh, do you know how many, uh, you know, robotic uh, limbs that guy has to keep wrestling at the level that he does? I'm just one guy, not some super millionaire who can afford all of the cybernetic enhancements that he has to continue kicking young well, ass. I mean, like he's like jittering, he's chain smoking, like not eating maybe as much pasta as he should. Rux says to himself, well, maybe if you were a little bit more uh, thoughtful in your hiring process. Oh, um, Alan <laughs> definitely hears this talking and goes over and says, well, I'm, I'm going to hit the mates. I'm going to hit the voice box. So ping. Margaret, how do I clear my search history? Don't ask why. Just help me, please. Oh, no. I was watching pornography. The real nasty kind. Well, how did they get? You guys think that's a case? Mates, how did they? How did? How did they get our number? I mean, I think we could help them for a prize. Well, I run advertising on the sides of bathroom stalls. I'm probably... Do we, do we, do, mates? Margaret, it's me. Hi, God. Okay. <laughs> um, no, mates, I don't think that they need, I think they need Margaret. Maybe we, we don't need to help them. Let me, Maybe let, we let get me, a similar number to somebody named uh, Margaret. Margaret. Okay, I'm going I'm to hit the, I'm going to hit, okay, voice box, go. Hey, it's Sid again. Will you just drive by my house and throw eggs at my mom's window or rocks even? She's being a total biatch again. I don't have credits to pay you, but I'll toss you her happy pills that are laying on her nightstand, since clearly they don't work for her anyways. Let me know. Can you throw eggs at my mom? I don't really do that. She can't pay, but can give us drugs. Wasn't that fucking worth it? No. 
No, society. I don't think we need that. Because we better would we have gotten an actual mates? Poison. Don't we remember what happened last time? Drugs were involved, and I looked dead at Rex. Uh, yes, one of our friend is being uh, accused of murder. Mm. So before you uh, go to the arena, uh, unnamed stadium is the arena's name. Before you go to the stadium, is there anything you need to do at the agency first? Um, don't we need to shave everything and oil up? Yeah, yeah shave that's... everything, oil up, go go to the bathroom. Who was taking one of those little pills? One of those little Yeah, uh... Rex is gonna take one of the pills, I think. The good but ones. One of the... Yeah. Yeah, you were only left with the good ones. How many did we have left? I you know, the episode ended with a way that I'm not positive how many you have, honestly. It could have been one. It could have been several. You don't have any of the, you don't have the bad one, though, at least. Yeah, Rex, uh, Rex is putting their mask on. Um, they Rex has made sure not to show their face in front of that camera in the plant. Mm. Uh, actually, Rex is going to put their mask on. And I think I think they're tired of like trying to like try uh live around this camera so they're gonna stand in front of the camera and try to act and in this acting they're like all right i I have to i have to um pretend that i am strong uh wrestler and what kind of performance do i want to do is this the voice i want to do do i want to i just maybe i'll just do just a regular voice you know and then do some practice punches and then, like, pretend to accidentally punch the plant off, but actually punch the plant off. Um, go ahead and roll like, performance. You're acting. I think that makes sense. Okay. Like, onto the floor? Yeah, I want to, like, knock the, knock the shit off to where we can be like, oh, my God, there's a camera in here. And we didn't know it before. So we can, like, get rid of it. But are or, we using it to, like... Rux might even Rux might like even say, "Oh man, I didn't even realize that the Lynn was spying on us." Like, I wonder if Lynn was just spying. What is that creepy Lynn doing spying on people around here? And then just then at that point, stomp on the camera. Oh. I thought we were keeping it active to trace it back to who was watching us. Yeah, but Rux is tired of hiding in their own in their own home, and we just haven't gotten around to it. And it's a. Uh... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And fair this enough, is a perfect. Enough. It's a perfect place to do it. And so Rux is in after Rux does this. So I'm gonna do the performance. Um, okay. And that's just that's just for you, Christopher. Thank um, you. An eight. Um, but Rux is gonna tell them what they did. Performance. Oh yeah, I rolled a four, and I only have a I have a plus four to performance, but I okay. only rolled a four. Uh, so an eight total. It's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not terrible. I think that you can still knock the plant over. Like your intention is going to be I wasn't knocking the pre- plant over, and I'll let you do that. I think that whoever is receiving that video might not have believed that it was accidental. But okay. there is no immediate repercussion for you rolling an eight. I think you yeah. still get to knock the the plant over, and now you can discover the camera if you'd like to. But again, yeah. the believability of it might be iffy. So Rux was pretending that they were just playing around and accidentally knocked the camera over. The the thing smashes to the ground. Rux sees the camera in there, picks it up, looks at it with their mask on, and says, "Oh man, I didn't realize." Uh, 
Lynn was spying on us. Was Lynn spying on us? Or was it Bay? Why would Bay spy on us? What? Hey, there's this camera here. Man, you don't spy on us in our own, like, comfort living room area. This is a common area. You don't. Are you trying to, like, in, and at that point, when Rex says, are you trying to, like, Rex puts it, throws it on the ground and steps on it. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll let you destroy the camera then. And at this point, anything else you say, you can assume is not being heard or seen. Hey, our, uh, Rex continues with it. You know, what else you got around here in this uh, in this room here trying to spy on? Are you spying on us? Are you spying on people that are coming in? What's the purpose of the camera and hidden camera? I mean, there is. There. Rex winks at, at, at Lynn. I mean, this is, I mean, the, we also have the motion sensors that, you know, will turn the lights on when there is people that we are not expecting. This is, you know, I live this place. It's not the most secure. I have enemies, so I need Rux, to be careful. Rex shrugs their arms. Okay, so you, Lynn, put a camera in this plant there, and Rux shakes, Rux sh- at that point shakes their head no. Uh, no, I did not. This is not what I bought. I only bought the motion sensor. Yes, I only bought the motion sensor. Okay, well, uh, who would have put this here? Uh, that's crazy. Crazy and wild, but, uh, we gotta go. We gotta go, uh, to that thing. We'll discuss it on the way. And Rex puts a, a, a paw finger up to their lips. A paw finger? Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. What that would look like. Uh, Rex is trying to do the shush motion, whatever that would look like on a, a Leonid. Let's uh, discuss this on the way. If you didn't put it up, then it must have been Bay. But uh, I think we're running out of time. We got to go to uh, the wrestling match. Yep, yep, yep. You are all fueled up, ready to go. We're going to call this the afternoon as you're making your way to Unnamed Stadium. And once you get there, I'm only going to refer to you as your wrestling names. So we have Guchador, Lufanam, D-Annoyance, and I don't have a wrestling name for Irwin. Irwin's our coach, isn't he? He's our manager. Oh yeah, you can just be the, the manager's name, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want to be just Irwin Corwin, it's a good wrestling name as it is, honestly. Slay. The Down Under Damager. Okay. Down Undertaker. Oh. <laughs> can I? That is good. And here is a copy of what we all are and the thing we can all do. Yeah, except there is no powerhouse. Erwin didn't get to train. There's no powerhouse anymore. But yeah, yeah, you don't get that. But as a manager, you're fine. That doesn't matter anymore, right? Okay, then we're going to make the way to Unnamed Stadium for Viver Series. As you get there, Silver Powder is going to be there to meet you just outside the arena. He looks a little bit frazzled, keeps checking his watch. He's not wearing a watch, he's just checking his wrist. These guys are with me. <sighs> bite, bite, bite. Okay, whatever, I'm not going to do the thing right now. Guys, come on, come on, let's go. We gotta discuss things, because Brody's still not here. He, what? He, he's not here yet? No, no, Brody got delayed again, he's taking a light rail in, plane had to divert, it's just a whole thing. Brody said that he was going to be here before the match, but he might not get here until the event actually starts, which is shitty, but it is what it is. Uh, there's four matches tonight. We are the last match for the main event 
Brody wants us to make sure that we know who's behind what's happened uh, before the match. So that's the goal. Uh, he did say specifically that we need to look at the first match because four of the people that will be fighting later on are going to be near the ring. Oh, we don't want the ring tampered with, right? So we need to keep an eye on all four of them. Did you guys get the match card? I feel like Brody said he was going to send you the match card for tonight. I'm really freaking out. Oh, I fuck. will not. <laughs> I'm not like, going to lie. I am really scared. All right, come on back. This... We've, got, we've got an hour or so until we start letting fans in. Uh, we got a Brody Streets team room, uh, which has just been me today so far. So it's nice to have some company, frankly. So he'll say, all right, so there's four matches tonight. The first one is a cage match for one of the titles. Uh, it's the one that's in all the advertisements for the show. You know, Priyanka Sherman Oaks, Siri Pleasure, Nastasha Credit Union, and the Irish Last Liquor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but those four all have one of the gentlemen that we're fighting later going to be at ringside for them. So Brody specifically said that we don't want to have the ring messed with because you know what happened to large production with that turnbuckle. Yep. Just collapse. We need an eye on all four turnbuckles during that match. We can't let any of them mess with it. I'm assuming turnbuckles are the corner supports. Yes. Yes, the things that you've been hitting your nuts on over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a turnbuckle. Here's the full match card of the night, so you know how long we have to get everything done. Uh, the first match is that steel cage match. Uh, I should probably just take a picture of this as opposed to writing all this out for you guys. Four people that'll be out there are Chevrolet Cortez, Hypothesis, Huge D, and Steph Collins. The next match is going to be an ejaculate on a pole match. I'm sorry. I can't. It's called an ejaculate on a pole match. The winner is the person that climbs the pole and gets the ejaculate first. Okay. That's something that you made up, right? Uh, no, no. This There was a Viagra on a pole match that WWE actually did. Oh. Christopher's like, how dare you? <laughs> yep, that was a real one. Um, and this match is between Lil Dom Poppy and Pal Penis. God. And then after that match uh, is the third match of the night. It's a bra and panties match where you have to strip your opponent down to their bra and panties. And that is between Randall Morton and NYC Rook. The final match is our match, the main event, the 15-man match, and that one we're all going to be out there for. So we've got basically three matches to figure out what the fuck's happening. But the first, we need to make sure that no one, uh, you know, fucks with the setup of the ring. Yeah, and we've got some time if you want to go talk to anybody or look at anything. Uh, and I'm just going to keep in contact with Brody. He said he's on a light rail. You know, the reception on those things is absolute shit. So I mm. will just, I'll hear from him when I hear from him. Hey. Okay. Silver powder. I almost sent you everything that I'm doing today. Holy shit. <laughs> oh yes, my God. I almost Christopher. Yes, Christopher. Yes, Christopher. Yes, Christopher. Hey. Silver powder. Yes. Um, yes. This uh, Brody Streets. Your silver powder. He's Brody Streets. Mm-hmm. Um, Technically Silver Streets, but I don't like using our last name. That okay. So your brothers. Your brothers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Weird question. The leader could possibly be the guy that's been delayed so many times. Your brother. Yeah, could. Oh God, I hope so. He deserves it. You know, he's, he's been putting in the work in this industry for a long time. And I'm not just saying that because our dad was a wrestler, too. This isn't nepotism. You know, Brody's worked for it. But you say he's worked for it, but uh, he's still not here. Am I right? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he not. He says he's worked for it, but he's still not here. It's Am I one right? match that he's not. He's going to be here for the match. He'll be here for the match. I'm confident. Okay. But uh, why, why didn't he show up beforehand? They do some promo around the stadium and stuff, you know? I don't know. You, you can ask him when he gets here why he's not here. Okay. I'd rather, I've got to make sure that you guys are prepped for the match. And you guys feel good? Did you eat enough carbs? I mean, we're, we're a little nervous. Uh, I don't know. We had breakfast, but I don't know if it was carbo-loaded. Lynn, was it car- was there a lot of carbs? I don't know. I made I sure know. that there was very many. Yes, I made sure that there was. Yes, I made sure that there was very many carbs in it. All of the um, carbs. All of the carbs. Guys, I'm really nervous about this. I'm going to be honest. I did not do well in school sports. I am a team player, generally. I'm going to kill somebody. That's the attitude. That's the attitude. This, this is my personal fear. You know what I mean? All right. You guys are going to be fine. There's some catering in case you do need to eat. Thankfully, WWP provides food for us before the matches. We've also got plenty of gender fluid if you need some energy. Because gender fluid is an official sponsor of the WWP. Of course, of course. But yeah. Is there anything that you would like to investigate before the game starts? Yes. Um, yes. What's on the craft services table? Oh, good question. Uh, a lot of pasta. You got your Alfredo, you got your pesto, marinara. Oh, nothing like a nice cream pasta before hitting the rest of the <laughs> You match. know, just a shrimp Alfredo before you get your ass beat. <laughs> Seafood medley. Got a whole bunch of chicken, a lot of mashed potatoes, a lot of rice. Can I, do, does anyone have like test for poison or something? Can we see if it seems a little sus? That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, let me see. Uh, detect poison and disease. I can cast that. Okay. Um, just let me reset everything because we took a long rest. Yes, please do reset everything, which means Erwin, you can take that damage back as well. Yeah, so all of your spell slots should be reset. Everything should be good to go. Um, is there any cantrips I could have cast earlier in the day? Um, let's just say before everything happened, I cast resistance on everyone. So it was kind of like breakfast. I just kind of like touched everyone's forehead or I was handing them their coffee. So I get to touch a willing creature once before the spell ends. Oh, it lasts up to a minute. Never mind. Forget that. (laughs) It only lasts a minute. Um, but yeah, I cast detect poison and disease. Okay. So I could sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures and diseases within 30 feet of me. So if anyone has disease as well, I also identify the kind of poison, the poisonous creature, or disease in each case. I can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, Mm -hmm. one inch of common material. Yeah. Just in case anything's covered by lead, guys. Or there is a big chest covered in wooden dirt. Sure, yeah. (laughs) They used to seal cans with lead, okay? So. Ah, okay. Just Um, in case. So it's like an area that you are checking, right? Yep. Yep, so I'm just kind of doing around. I'm imagining Lynn is definitely in a pacing mood. So he, before um, Bay called him over, was going to take a look at the setup of the ring to make sure that nothing had been tampered with beforehand to just kind of get out, this is what everything is supposed to look like. But now he is just kind of scanning, walking, looking at all this food, probably a little too nervous to eat. Okay, as you're going through the food... Actually, can everyone roll a perception check as well? Yeah, for sure. Rux is also going to um, cast aid on everyone. Okay. Erwin rolled a 13 for perception. Wow. I got a three on my perception. 
21 on perception. I got a 17. Rux is going to find the people in the room first. So there are three wrestlers that are currently getting some food for themselves. And I think with Rux being a fan of wrestling, you can recognize who this is. So one of them is Huge D. One of them is Italian Stat. Oh, sorry. Italian Staddle. No. I wonder who he's based off of. Italian Stallion isn't a wrestler. What is no. it? It isn't a wrestler. Well, it should be. It's not a real wrestler. For those that have, some people have gotten it yet. Italian Saddle is Roman Reigns. That's not Italian Stallion. Beep. Beep. Italian, Roman, Saddle, Reigns. Horse equipment. And also places. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, Italian Saddle is there. Uh, Huge D is there. And Ron Wiena is there as well. They're all eating, and as you're going around, you don't take any poison. There's no poison anywhere. All the food seems like it's edible and at least decent. Um, the only disease you're picking up is that Ron Wiener has IBS. Okay, nice. so no one would that would that pick up like recovering from any like you know hard nights out, um, any drugs, any of those like weird like those weird squares that Rex is taking. Like, would that show up on that as well? Because addiction is a disease. <laughs> or mental health issues, which Ad- is also a disease. Addiction is a disease. You're, you're absolutely right. I, I don't think that you are picking up any of that on the three wrestlers that you have in front of you. Okay. And they are the only people kind of near the craft table, floating in and around the craft table. Everyone's like, not fucking eating before a match. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. They're the only three that are currently eating. And Ron Wiener and Huge D are one, at one side together, and Italian Saddle is on another side. Because those are two different teams right there. Um, and this uh, this potato salad looks really good, but I'm really nervous. Do you guys have any advice for a new wrestler? Which one are you talking to? Uh, all of them. I'm assuming the craft table is not super big, is it? It's not super big. Uh, Italian Saddle will put his plate down and look at you and say, What I would recommend is you stop using such cheap oil on your body to make you look all glistening and stupid. Here's the oil you really need. It's called durian oil. An Italian saddle pulls, he reaches down into the front of his pants, uh, his elastic pants, and pulls out a bottle of oil, and he sprays it on his hand, and it is the worst smelling oil you've ever smelled in your life, and he just starts <laughs> rubbing it all over his stomach and Ew. chest and arms. Durian oil gets all the right shine, cameras love it, smells like shit, but who cares when you look this good? Uh, I mean, uh, video killed the radio star, but in this case, uh, the no star. <laughs> yeah, and at this point, as soon as the durian oil comes out, huge D and Ron Wiener are like, ugh, gross. I'm eating my potato salad. No star. <laughs> and they start walking away. Uh, I think I'm good. I just use, you know, some baby oil. This is simple, but does the trick. I mean, I have access to some, you know, pink glitter I think that that is going to be my thing, you know? Maybe use a little prestidigitation, give a little, you know, iridescent sheen. This is the wrestler of a killer. Italian saddle will look at you and go, I'm going to make sure I hit you first. Damn. Uh, I was not saying that your hair oil was not good, my good sir. Don't you know how to take compliment? I was just saying this not for me. I have different priorities on camera, like, you know, a more granular sparkle than a overall sheen. Rhoda should have hit you last. Hey, I'll take some of that durian oil. Smells like it'll fend off bears. 
Oh my god. And Rex is always like, don't get into my fur. It's going to smell bad. Don't get into my fur. It's gonna sm- we can't go into the sewers. It's going to be bad for my fur. Character growth. <laughs> yeah, but uh, here I'm worried about bears, okay, Lynn? You know what? You don't have to understand me. Oh, that, sorry. That was out of character. <laughs> Italian Saddle is going to grab his plate and walk over to Rux and say, oh yeah, I'll give you some durian oil. And he's gonna flick Rux on their forehead and then walk away. Oh. Hey, that oh, was that's... rude. I feel like this I happened at a dream <laughs> that I got flicked in the forehead. Yeah, mm. don't flick me in the forehead, bro. What was what was the dude's name that just flicked me in the forehead, Lynn? Who who was that? And that was uh, Italian Saddel. Uh... Yeah. Alright, I I got you, Italian Saddle. You flick me in the forehead, buddy. <laughs> I love it when people who aren't wrestlers come into my domain. I'm going to eat you alive, bitch. Okay. Good luck, Italian uh, This is All something right. that you had to talk to me about beforehand. There no, are such he just thing... flicked me in the forehead. Did you see that? No, I was talking about the eating thing. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I, I Did you not just see what happened? I asked him first. He's offered some fucking oil. And then I said, yeah, sure. I'll take some fucking oil. And then he flicked me in the forehead like a little bitch. That's not cool. How about we save this for the match? I heard somewhere that all men wrestle to release sexual tension, and I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there is a lot of that kind of energy floating around the ring back here, but also, do other people wrestle because of sexual tension? Is there like a Sasha Brooks knockoff here? Okay, listen. First of all, no man here. I, I, that's what I was all saying. Right? That's what I was saying. Uh, second... I think it's a sign of disrespect. Mm. Okay. I can respect that you feel disrespected. Okay, so, so somebody I... comes up to you, Lynn, and uh, flicks you in the forehead. Would you take that as a sign of disrespect or just uh, a sign of, like, just regular old camaraderie? Um, there's something wrong with me where horny immediately. Like, there, <laughs> like I said, there, I'm just wired the wrong way. <laughs> But this is my individual reaction and not, you know, your reaction. And I totally understand. All right. Fair. Fine. To me, if you flick me in the forehead, that's a sign of disrespect. I would never do that to you without asking first. Yes, of course. I will The same way that I would not just put ketchup on your hot dog. You know what I mean? No, no, it's not the same. Okay. First of all, okay, oh, I, you have gotten me very flustered here, Lynn. Okay, but That's... I feel better now. <laughs> Let's go beat at this guy. Italian Saddle walks back to a mortician's dressing room and shuts the door. I will let you enter one more room before the first match. You can either go into Ron Wiener's team's dressing room. You can go into mortician's team dressing room. Or you can go into the uh, referee's dressing rooms. Rux isn't going anywhere, uh, stewing in his rage of being just... Did he really flick flick Mm -hmm. him in the forehead? Really annoying, right? Yeah, Rux is just going to stew in in their own rage. I I throw hands immediately. I get you. Uh, So where would you like to go? The Wiener dressing room, the Mortician dressing room, or the referee dressing room? If you would like a, if you'd like some help on a clues that you need to go through, a go through your in-game notes first. But b, if anyone needs to roll history, I can help you because it was a while ago. 
Okay, so what we are doing is we have access to... Sorry, I drank a little too much and I haven't eaten any breakfast yet, so... I rolled a 14 history. Okay. I think that you remember that there was Ref Uri that you wanted to talk to. And someone else told you about something that you need to ask about, but a 14 is not something I'm going to hand that to you with. But I've also um, said the word already once today, so I kind of tried. Is the word Italian? It's not Italian. Oh, buddy. No, it was the turnbuckle. We have to, like... Oh, yeah, because he was present during the thing. So they usually switch referees before matches, so it's just been one guy the whole time. So we are looking for ref Uri specifically because he was the ref for all of those matches. Um, but it's, it's, it's a history check, right? Yes. I'm going to roll one just in case because I've got a pretty good history. You can get higher than what uh, Bay rolled. I'll give you at least a little more. <laughs> yeah, I got a 15, so barely higher. Jesus, Murphy. Um, it wasn't just the turnbuckle you wanted to look at from the date that large production hurt himself. There was something else you were supposed to ask about. Something that you've already been given for tonight's event as well. But you want to know it about that night's event. Cream pasta. Wrestling match, he climbs up on the rope. So it's not just the turnbuckle, but it's the rope. Same thing. The turnbuckle is where the ropes meet at a corner. Okay, so did he show you the video of large production, the other accident? He's alive and at home, but... Okay, then I stopped writing. Great. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have this in your in-game notes. I'm done giving you any help. Okay, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I also don't mean, Katie, you're the only one that should be looking for this, because it wasn't even you that wrote this. Uh, ornithology bird shop. (laughs) (laughs) Hornithology. It's a horny bird shop. Oh, is that something? Any horny birds in there? Are we asking a referee about horny birds? You could. There is those drug squares. Well, okay. So match where the buckle broke, the turnbuckle. Yeah, ref Yuri is supposed to, like, visibly check the entire, like, ring. Each mm-hmm. time. And that mm-hmm. was the reason why we wanted to question Refury. Mm-hmm. Because the D. turnbuckle Stone broke Johnson? while Refury was on duty. And for some reason, Refury worked the entire match instead of switching it up. Refury was in all of the matches. Yes. Yeah, the reason why referee was the referee during all the matches is because the other referees called out. I think you've got you you're on the right track as to where you need to go and what you need to start doing at least, and I think we can get there from there. To the referees room. So we will make our way, all four of you, to the referees. Everybody is in black and white striped shirts. Uh, so there are six referees inside the back room. What do you do when you walk in? We are looking for the referee named Ref Uri. Uh, do you mind if we can speak to them? I am just new wrestler, and I have some questions about the match. I'm I'm Ref Uri. What can I help right. you with? I'm just going to do a little investigation check. First question. Um, are you related to uh, that Brendan Uri? Wow. That's my great great oh man it's, it's it's a few greats but yeah he's one of my probably most famous relatives aside from me you know i get to referee on wwp so yeah oh yeah totally. i am related to him you're you're famous now for being the ref that uh let the turnbuckle break on that one guy right that's Whoa. why you're famous okay 
I had nothing to do with that. That was a little rude. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just that's that. That's how I know you. I mean, yeah, I was in the match that large production hurt himself, but I can't control everything. Oh, no, but you're supposed to check it right beforehand. I did check the match before. I, as soon as I got into the ring, I checked the ring. Oh, okay. I'm not trying to be argumentative here, okay? I'm just reading what I read online. I, you seem like a nice guy. I liked Brendan Yuri, right? Yeah, um, I mean... You know, if you, you got something to say about it, like why you shouldn't be responsible for it, I'd love to hear it. I'm just reading, you know, saying this is what I heard online. Are you trying to use persuasion or, in, or intimidation on this? Um, I think because Rux is so big, I, I don't have a preference, but I think because Rux is so big and he's a, being accusatory and saying, hey, you tell me the other side of it, then if you want to, that would be intimidation. Okay. Right? Rather then than, I feel like persuasion sure. is more of like, a, I'm being nice to you, so you do it, you, you do what I want, and mm. intimidation is I'm challenging you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> then go ahead and roll intimidation. Can I give a help action? Of course. Yeah. By speaking what, in their wow. head and saying, don't piss yourself, don't piss yourself, don't piss yourself. <gasps> okay. So does that give me advantage or? Yes, I will give you advantage due to Bay speaking in referee's head. Shit. God damn it. I'm just rolling so low. I have a My plus goodness. eight to intimidation and I get a 12 with advantage. Okay. I think that a referee who is used to dealing with wrestlers twice, three times their size is sure. not going to take your size as an intimidation tactic. Okay. I think what they will do is they'll say, okay, how about you and I step out into the hallway? We'll all have this conversation while the refs get ready for the match. Fair? Yeah, I mean, fair, bro. Like, I'm not, okay. like I said, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just okay. like regurgitating what I read online because I never met you before. But I did meet your I did meet your great ancestor. Very cool concert in uh, Rosemont. You know where that's at? Oh wait, you how old are you? I'm sorry oh, if that's rude, but it's well, I mean, been... I time traveled, so I don't <laughs> I don't know what that means in as far as like age. But Can that... you? Uh, okay. Uh, oh, what are we rolling? Because that might do something for him. Actually, I think I'm gonna roll for him. Sure. Maybe a constitution? That's what I'm thinking, right? Like, maybe he's a little bit... Ooh, well, good night. <laughs> good night. Okay, I got a two. Oh, no. uh, I think that he's pretty into the fact that you know or you have seen his relatives. And now he's like, okay, look, I'm, I'm willing to help you. Uh, I'd love to know what he was like, because I didn't get to know him, but he's like, you know, he's like a legend in the family. Oh, Sure, I Maybe mean... we can have that conversation, but like, I would love to clear my name of what happened with large production because you seem to think that I'm at fault for it. And I, I, I may have made a mistake in, in part of it, but I don't think I'm at fault, really. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm always about the, giving the person in front of me the benefit of the doubt. I don't want to go off of what other people say about other people. Mm-hmm. You know, but I have read a lot of things online about how uh, this really was your responsibility to make sure that was safe. Uh, but I guess my question is, the other thing that I read is that you were the only ref the whole match and usually we switch it up. What happened? Ref will say, look, I did two matches in a row. 
and it's not normal to do two matches in a row, but we had a couple refs call off, and I'm this I'm the lead referee. I'm the seasoned ref here. I'm the veteran. So I took the last two matches, and admittedly, I've already been scolded for this by our former boss. I only checked the ropes and the safety of the ring before the first match I refereed. And the second match I didn't check, and that's when Large Production hurt himself. So I don't think that I'm at fault. I know the ring was sturdy leading into the match I refereed, but, you know, there was six men in the ring at one time, and I must have not checked it for the second match, and that's my fault. Okay, well, quick question. Do you think that, uh, did you see anybody messing with that part of the ring? No, I I assure you. Because me personally, I think that somebody sabotaged it. I assure you that when I stepped into that ring. Sure, after you stepped into the ring. But between your first match and your second match, did you see anybody over there? Well, yeah, it it was a tag team match. So there was people in that corner the whole time. Who? Who was in the corner? Uh, the first match I refereed was a tag team match between, it was, uh, Mortician and Walking Stick versus Brody Streets and Silver Powder. Okay, and which team was on that side of the corner? Um, I think it was Walking Stick and Mortician. It's, I'm sorry, it's hard to remember that specific part of it. I think it was Walking Stick and Mortician in that turnbuckle, but I, I really can't be certain. It's been a while since that happened, and corners all look the same, frankly. Okay, well, good thing I got this agent on my wrist, then uh, I'm going to go pull up that match. Can I pull it up and see real quick? Yes, yes, you can. Woo! Okay. So, yeah, in looking at the match card for that night, you type in the date, and you type in the matches onto tentacle and start looking it looks like referee is actually wrong the turnbuckle he's talking about wasn't actually used by a tag team it was in the middle of both tag teams but you can see that walking stick mortician and silver powder all approach that turnbuckle at one time nothing is obviously wrong when they approach it but those three definitely approach the turnbuckle and in the second match, Large Production and DDD Stone Donson all approached that turnbuckle. I mean, obviously Large Production did since he fell off of it, but... Who is who is it the second one? So Walking uh, Stick Mortician Silver Powder first one, DDD Stone Don- Johnson? For the second one, correct. Okay, and that was it for the second one? Yeah, that's all you can see from the matches that are available okay. on Tentacle. As you're doing this, Silver Powder's going to bust out of the Brody Street's dressing room and get like... Ah, the first match is starting. We need to get out there. I need you all to pick a corner to look at. I've got seats for all of you. I have at least a couple of your numbers. I will text you when I know anything, but I need you guys to go out to the match and watch the turnbuckles. Okay? So, okay. Just out of character real quick. Silver Powder gave us bad drugs and was also in the turnbuckle that got fucked up. He did approach the turnbuckle that got fucked up, yes. And he's the one that gave us bad drugs. He is the one that gave you the bad drugs. Yes. Cool. And all of his teammates, all of Silver Powder's teammates, are fucked up. Yes, that is correct as well. But not Silver Powder. Not Silver Powder. And it's his brother. It's his brother that Mm. nobody knows really is his brother, I guess. Do, Do people know that that's his brother? Is that like common knowledge? Yeah, their father was also a wrestler. So like, yeah, I think people know. Which one is older? Silver Powder's older. 
so we're really feeling like this older brother vibe. Why is my younger brother getting the whole thing? And I'm just going to destroy everything that he's built because he should be less than me. Mm. That's that's the vibe I'm. That's the vibe me Tisha is getting. I could I mean, be. Wrong. He was the only one that made it out safe. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's that was the whole like. Oh, Silver Powder's the only one that made it out safe. Silver Powder touched that turnbuckle. Silver Powder gave us bad drugs. Also, Chris straight up said at one point, "You don't have to suspect Silver Powder." Well, because there's also his teammate that got injured, and he also gave that teammate bad drugs. Uh, right? Yeah, like, he gave uh, the dude that uh, ran over like, his own ankle bad drugs. Yeah. BJ so Fashion, yes. BJ Handjob. BJ, BJ handjob. Fashion gave Silver Powder the bad drugs. Who's BJ Fashion? Shut up. BJ Handjob. Forgetting your own character's names. Recon, recon. Gaslight, gaslight. Yeah, really. <laughs> the lights... Uh, the music starts playing in the stadium. The fans erupt, getting excited about the match. And you hear the first music playing. First, the champion, Priyanka Sherman Oaks, accompanied by Chevrolet Cortez. The matches are about to start. Silver Powder has given you each a ticket uh, to be able to be in the audience looking in on the match. There are four wrestlers, as you can see in the picture I sent you. Uh, Chevrolet Cortez, Hypothesis, Huge D, and Steph Collins. They are all coming out to support one of the women fighting for the title. Silver Powder has said that Brody wants you to look at each of the turnbuckles. Since there's four of you, I need the four of you to pick one of the wrestlers to be looking at. Okay. Not each of the turnbuckles? Uh, Each wrestler will be at one of the turnbuckles, so I'm asking you to pick a wrestler and then we'll go from there. Sure. Should we all look at someone uh, different? Rex will pick Huge D. Natasha. I got Chevrolet, Cortez. Chevrolet Cortez. Okay. I'll do Steph Collins. And I'll do what's left. Hypothesis. Sorry. Beautiful. I knew that. So the four of you make your way out to the arena. You are going to be seated with the audience, but you do have a VIP seat in the front row looking in on who will be your opponents later on in the night. Priyanka Sherman Oaks is accompanied by Chevrolet Cortez. Siri Pleasure is accompanied by Hypothesis. Nastasha Credit Union is accompanied by Huge D. And the Irish Last Liquor is accompanied by her partner, Steph Collins. A steel cage lowers down as the four women in the ring get ready to battle. I need everyone to make me a perception check, please. Erwin's perception is 24. Woo! Rex got a 22. We got an eight. Jesus. Lynn is so nervous. Lynn is like literally <laughs> shitting himself. He got a 10. Ew. Literally. Oh, man. Not literally shitting himself. Sorry, I'm young and I exaggerate. Yeah, but Bay is literally shitting themselves. Bay Except it's lit. not real shit. It's just globules coming out and then reattaching to the body. It's a bunch of durian oil that I soaked up earlier. Gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Great, Bay smells worse somehow. Go fucking figure that happened. <laughs> As the match is happening, uh, you see these women are jumping off the top row, fighting with their lives. Priyanka's trying to keep this championship. The rest of them want to win so damn bad. And you see the men by their side, the people that you are looking at, seem to be purely cheering on their respected partner in this. As the steel cage match is happening, you all get a text. 
and it's from Silver Powder. And Silver Powder says, I'm going to say Lin will stagger when he enters. Like, he doesn't answer it right away. He, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't look away at the same time as everyone else. I think that's fair. I, I think actually, let's, you know what? Let's use that as the perception. Bay and Lin, you are purely focused on the match. You don't even hear the text message come through. But Rux and Irwin both got the text. And it says, Brody just arrived, meeting him at the parking garage. He's going to fucking kill him. Can someone accompany me? Um, Erwin's gonna go. Oh, we're separating? Someone gonna let me know? I guess Bay doesn't notice. Yeah, Rux will look around to see who saw that and make eyes with Erwin. Um, I give you the peace sign. And then I say, uh, on my way, mate. Rux nods. Um, Erwin makes their way backstage, and we will continue the match. A few minutes pass by, and all of a sudden, Siri Pleasure. That's the one I was watching jumps from the very top of the cage, backflipping, doing a moonsault, and landing on all three of her competitors, flattening them. She then stands up, the crowd's cheering, and she begins to climb the cage. She puts her leg over, puts an arm in the air, and begins to descend. Bay, Rux, and Lynn, we know that you're watching, and so far it seems like the people that are at the ring weren't doing anything wrong. As Siri Pleasure looks like she has the championship in the bag, Rux, you get a text message. It's from Brody Streets. He says, five minutes away. See you guys soon. Huh? Oh my god. Oh fuck. As Siri Pleasure drops to the ground, winning the new championship. New champion! She's defeated Priyanka Sherman Oaks. A loud bang erupts from the back room. It sounds like a bomb went off. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Well? Well. Erwin Silverpowder will learn your fate on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. Yeah, he's just keeping us distracted. Until then, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm Brandel, and I kept track of all of the wrestlers' names. Hi, my name is Katie, and we have a website, which is the got stuff on it. Um, and hi, I'm Jonathan, and well, we may not be playing Erwin anymore. Yeah, third character. Erwin, yeah, like literally. <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> get murdered in a parking garage. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, next time we'll learn about the ejaculate on a pole match, the bra and panties match, and we're going to have a good old wrestling match. Wrestling. See you next week, everybody. Bye. 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 An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti. Elderly voicemail voiced by Rhea. Teenager voicemail voiced by Miguel. Ooh.